Hey there. It's Friday, June 9th, 2023. This is more like Friday night music. Mm-hmm. Very fortunate today. It looks like it's going to be, I mean, how many times can you say this? But it looks like it's going to be another glorious day. Uh, we need rain bad, but... Um, it's hard to not love the amazing weather. It's going to be like 80 today, um, sunny. I think we're supposed to get a little rain over the weekend, but who knows? It'll just be enough to mess up plans probably. Um, but, you know, it's it's beautiful. And I know you sound like a tool shed. I, I When I say you, me, I, I know I sound like a tool shed when I say this is the best time of the day. It's so quiet, so peaceful, and it is. It's when I get my best thinking done. It's when I get to stretch my creative leg. <laughs> That's a funny uh, picture right there because um, you should see my creative leg. Um, anyway, uh, I got I hardly have a lot to say again today. I, I Very introspective, I think. <laughs> um, time for the joke of the day. Let's do that. Um, <clears throat> here we go. Mm-hmm. Me, 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 me. What did the one tomato say to the other tomato during a race? Come on, catch up. That's a good one. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. Try not to explain that because I don't need to. <laughs> uh... What am I grateful for today? A lot, actually. And I, I shouldn't sound so, so surprised, but I am. Um, I am grateful to, first and foremost, Lisa and the Hounds today. Uh, we had to go for a little ride uh, yesterday after work. Uh, and we just have the best dogs for car rides. They love going for car rides. And if I talk too loud, they're going to get all jacked up in the other room. And Lisa's going to get pissed because it's super early in the morning and she does not want to be getting up right about now. But they love going for the R.I.D. They love it. And they're the best behaved dogs ever. One dog just lays down. Well, two dogs just lay down. And our biggest dog sits up so prim and proper. And he just looks about. He just kind of takes everything in the whole time. He lays down every once in a while. But then he gets back up. We don't have any big uh, nose out the window dogs. I'm... Just shocked by that. Our big dog is just kind of getting into it now. He's 10. Weirdest thing. Great passengers, though. I'm also grateful for uh, microwavable foods. Uh, This morning, I had to go with egg whites, diced potatoes, turkey sausage, and cheese. Uh, It was okay. It's my first time, my first endeavor into this particular product. Uh, My normal breakfast... My normal breakfast is uh, out of stock this morning, so I had to go with that. Uh, Not bad. 290 calories, uh, lots of carcinogens, I'm sure, Uh, lots of preservatives. Uh, And I don't love a two-stage microwaving. I like that we can microwave something. I I like that I just basically had a small skillet um, in, you know, about three, four minutes. That's pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, probably it's going to kill me. Um, 
but I don't like the microwave for this long, then peel back the film, then stir it up, then put it back in, and then once you're done, leave it sit for, you know, I don't know. It's just, if you got a microwave, it should be like in um, Back to the Future when they rehydrate the pizza. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I, I don't know who all listens, so I don't know how old. I, it has to be older people. Little, younger people would never. I, I would be the epitome of boring to anybody of a certain age. Because I think I'm talking about problems that, you know, middle-aged people have. And I can't even believe I'm saying middle age. By the way, I said to somebody yesterday, do we really know when middle age is? Because I could die tomorrow. My middle age was back in my 20s. Um, but it's in general. Um, and when you're in your 40s and 50s, um, you you know certain things. Like you, you Historically, you know. In fact, I'm going to talk about some of them um, in, in just a little while. Uh, so, but I'll just get off this topic. At any rate, uh, microwavable food, foods, I'm, I'm a fan of. Uh, beautiful sunrises, I'm very grateful for them. We are about to have one this morning. And I think the wildfires in Canada might have something to do with their beauty, but um, beautiful nonetheless. And uh, there's going to be some yellows and oranges, I can tell. Um, it's a little early for that just right now. but um, And I'm a little sad that my office doesn't face that way. A little bit sad. Um, but I just took a gander just moments ago. I am grateful for the abundance of work I have right now. Um, it, it's been kind of a crazy, um, <clears throat> gratifying and humbling uh, experience to kind of get back into. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, to get back into my my typical my typical job, the one that I've been, you know, the business that I've been running for a couple of decades now. Um, and the bounce back has been great in it's hard to complain. I I will complain about it, trust me. But it's going great right now. I cannot complain. I'm excited about some of the things I'm about to do, so I uh, can't ask for more than that. Uh, I am grateful that it's Friday today. Um, what's great about Friday is I think we can see the end of the week, and now we're, we're going to get the transition from doing what we have to do to being able to have a couple of days of doing what we want to do. I love that. Um, I'm grateful that I'll be hanging out with some friends tomorrow. Uh, the couple that we go out with, always a good time. Um, the, uh, the female character in the couple that we are going out with tomorrow is smart because when we go out, we, none of us are late night people. I don't think maybe they are, maybe they're, I don't know, maybe they party till two, three o'clock in the morning all the time. But we normally, when we go out, we don't expect that we go out six, seven o'clock at night and then whatever. But then we're always out late and we don't, I don't know. It's because we're having such a wonderful time, I'm sure. Um, but she was smart because she's traveling on Sunday, so they changed up. And instead of tomorrow night, we're going out tomorrow. Like I don't know, I don't know if it'll be in the middle of that. We haven't made. It's kind of bothersome to me because I'd like a plan, but uh, we're going out sometime tomorrow afternoon, evening, and got to make it an earlier night so that she can board an early plane. I, I, to me, I don't know if it's better to be hungover when you're traveling or if you have a day where you could do anything and you're hungover and you wreck your day because traveling, unless you're going to be sick, sick. And I don't think, I mean, she doesn't, she's not going to ever get sick, sick, but you know, you could be headache and slower and harder to get up in the morning, all that. So, uh, she's smart for doing that. Um, don't forget to be grateful yourself and tell people you're grateful for them. 
uh, I will be sure to tell my friends tomorrow that I love them and that um, that uh, I appreciate their friendship and their and the fun that they bring to the to the table. Let's get into the meat of the show here. This is the portion I call "What's Eating Kale." Things that interest, confound, or gnaw at me. That's my theme music right there. It gets even more energetic than that, but I like that little do 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 do. First things first. Let's. uh, We are forty days late in getting paid for our big investment. Boom. Uh, Moving right along. Uh, The the one thing that is. I don't. This is both bothersome and I don't know, flattering maybe, but uh, the the two topics in what's eating kale today. First one is everybody's a marketer, and it bothers me, and it's somewhat humbling, right? Like everybody wants to be a marketer, um, everybody thinks that they're a marketer, uh, and th- th- and this is a large par- portion of my business. Uh, another good part of my business is you know developing marketing platforms for people to. Uh, sell their products and services so we've developed all kinds of different technologies over the years and uh, at any rate when you go into a room and you're talking to a bunch of people you know they always have their ideas i think we should do this and i think we should do that to market ourselves and to advertise and to uh, promote our products and services Um, but in the early stages of a relationship and this is much like a relationship in life you have to talk the other party off the stupid ledge, right? Like, because there's certain things that you know that they don't, right? Like, I know how to handle me better than any girl, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, that's there's a learning curve. And I have to see where they're at. So we have these conversations about what do you think we ought to be doing? And, you know, and then when you start getting into, well, how do you think that's going to help us achieve our objectives? That it starts to rein them in a little bit, right? But I was once in a room. Um, where everybody wanted to use their favorite platforms, which is super common. Uh, you know, people want to advertise on the stations, TV, and radio that they're that they like, and they want to, uh, you know, do social media on the platforms that they use, and because they think that's where everybody is. Well, I see all there's all kinds of people on there. I see them all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but are they the people who are going to buy from you? That's we need to be. That's where we need to be. Um, so you're always talking them off of that. You know, let's take a look at their demographic and let's, you know, we kind of rein that in. But the entire room that I was talking to at the time, um, we're, we, we had this thing coming up, this event, uh, a golfing event. And there was a, I don't know if she's a professional golfer, but she was a, an excellent golfer at the University of, uh, you know, I think she was at Madison, uh, I'm pretty sure. And um, her name was Lexi. And so we were going to be uh, promoting a hole in, uh, I'm sorry, um, we're going to be sponsoring a hole and promoting a product, a golf range finder. And so I, she was going to be there and she would participate in like, you know, she'll hit your first ball for you on our hole and whatever. And uh, it, one of the things that they've done in the past is like, see if you can beat the, you know, the person. So we, and that company had two really good golfers on staff. And so they would do this. And so her name is Lexi. And I said, let's call the golf thing. Like you, you try to out uh, drive her and we'll call it the Lexi challenge. And they're like, kind of looking at me like a dog that had just been shown a card trick. Right. They never heard of the Pepsi challenge before. 
Now, you've just lost all credibility and all. <laughs> if you can't, if you're, if you think that you know how to market and you don't know what the Pepsi challenge is, you don't, you don't get a chair in the room. You just don't. Or you can have a chair in the room, but you need to stay, keep your mouth shut because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and the only reason I say that is because any real marketer, even if they're young, if you've studied any history whatsoever, you would know what the Pepsi challenge is, <clears throat> which is one of the greatest campaigns in the history of modern marketing. It disrupted an entire industry. It caused Coca-Cola to change its recipe, which was... I don't know, either a stunt or a disaster. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got to just, you're not. Just stop right there. That should be my litmus test. Go into a room and be like, all right, somebody explain the Pepsi challenge to me. And it's different for every company. Obviously, for this thing, it was, you know, the Lexi challenge and the Pepsi challenge thing. Um, but it, it could be anything. And if you don't know, you know, the historic lessons learned from things you just, I don't know, it was bothersome, but not everybody is a marketer. I can assure you. Um, and we can roll right into my next segment, which is still part of uh, what's eating kale, but it is uh, what you're watching. And it has to do with my second thing in my what's eating kale. And it's that everybody's a podcaster now too, right? And so and I love doing this. I have another podcast called Totally Hyped, which is all on marketing. And uh, it was nominated, it was, I don't know, top 20 marketing podcasts on the web um, last year. Uh, I've taken about a year off of it. Um, I have a little bit new uh, of a new passion for it, so I'll probably start that back up again soon. But um, when you start looking around, everybody's a podcaster. And, and podcasting, I think, is there's so much out there, and the market is flooded so much that I think that it's losing some some value. In fact, Spotify is laying off 200 employees related to podcasting. Um, it could be, too, though, that it's easy to do. And, you know, what do you need 200 employees for? Um, there's, I don't know, even with advertising, there's just easier ways to do it than what traditional would say. Um, but anyway, last night, um, we had to run some errands. Um, we got home, it was about, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock. And um, I sat down to work, but I was flipping through to find something to just have on TV while I was while I was working, as I often do. And um, I come across this thing called Smartless. And I, I'm like, okay, what is this? It's on HBO Max, formerly H... Uh, I'm sorry, it's on Max, formerly HBO Max. Um, and so I look into it. And the podcast follows three podcasters. They, they do a podcast together, and they're ending their season, and they're going to perform their podcast live in a few places across the country. First stop is uh, Washington, D.C. Oh, by the way, the podcasters, Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Will and Grace star Sean Hayes. Um, in my humble opinion, that is freaking awesome. It was awesome. Um, it's basically documentary. It's filming them getting on the plane, it's filming them in their hotel room, and then it's filming part of the uh, the the Smartless podcast. So I didn't know that Smartless was a podcast featuring those three guys. Love Jason Bateman. Uh, warming up to Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes is just flat-out funny. Um, so this podcast, every time they do a podcast, Will Arnett 
um, gets someone famous for them to interview, but neither Jason Bateman nor Sean Hayes know who it is. And so then it's a surprise, and then they have to come up with a good show. These guys are flat-out funny. They, I mean, Jason Bateman plays a grumpy old man I, I, like nobody I've ever seen. And when I say that plays, it's he's not nobody's acting in this. He just has a character that is crusty and he's the only one right in the room and everybody who does anything other than the way he does it is just like ridiculously out of touch and it's hilarious their banter and their ability to give each other shit and i there's only one way to say that but i will um the way the the way they just razz each other is just it's a blast we've only watched one episode and i think there's four or five of them as they wrap this thing up and it'll make me listen to the podcast without question Without question, they're funny. Uh, by the way, their first guest on the first episode is uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> uh, and, and it's awesome. It really is. It's really cool. I, I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, if you're looking for anything else to watch, and I mentioned this earlier in the week, uh, if you're looking for a movie, Air, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Uh, excellent movie, in my opinion. And um, I don't know that there, I'm interested in watching anything else right now, but that was that was a really good one. Time now to learn from my mistakes. <laughs> uh, it's a chance for me to reflect on my mistakes and the mistakes of other people so that I can learn from them and become a better person. Now, I actually do this when I journal. You know, what did I learn? What, you know, it gives me a chance to look back. Usually I try to do it on a day-to-day basis, but um, oftentimes I can't look back in the last 24 hours and see stuff clearly. It, it takes me a little longer. Because sometimes it takes a little while before you did something yesterday before it all shakes out before you can learn something from it. So oftentimes I, I'm uh, getting into a scenario in my life right now that has uh, been a part of my life for a long time. When something goes a little bit wrong, and I'm talking like little, like you drop something, I, I react badly. And I know for a fact, and I can, I'll even tell you a story, but I know for a fact we can 100% control how we, re, how we react in any given situation. Um, and the reason I know this is because I was once in a relationship where I was told, scolded perhaps, <laughs> that I need to curb my temperature, my temperature. I need to curb my temper. Because I would get so mad when something stupid like dropping something would happen. A little stream of obscenities would come on. Now, for me, those moments are like, that's it. When the stream of obscenities is over, I'm pretty much over it. And I I won't ever even think of it again. But I understand that if you're in the room with me, that's a, it's it's probably a little concerning to hear somebody drop something and they'll be like, uh, so... In that moment, back in that relationship, this is years ago, um, I decided to recondition myself to gleefully yell out, woohoo, when I drop stuff, instead of the stream of obscenities that would normally come out. And I did it. I, I, I could do it. I, it didn't take me long to kind of, you know, like when that would happen, I'd be like, oh, don't, don't, don't do that. Do the woohoo. Um, so I kept it up for a while, could have kept it up for a while, but that relationship, uh, then started taking about a 13 year turn for the worse. So, uh, that, 
the stream of obscenities were coming out for all kinds of reasons at that point. Um, I was certainly partly to blame for that demise and for the swear words. But I proved to myself then, though, that I was completely capable of doing that. And I need to start doing it again. I find myself just getting like really super temporarily, but really super worked up over stupid stuff. Um, and when I find myself getting peeved like that, I, it just, I see now where that sets me up to spiral out of control. Like when I say that, like, I don't mean just bouncing off the walls, but where your day just kind of keeps taking other steps toward frustration. You drop the one thing and then you, you stub your toe and then you, whatever, right? Like, I mean, it just kind of, it seems like when one thing happens, it kind of continue, it just builds. And then you can have just one, oh, I remember Lisa saying the other, the other day, I remember her, she, she was having one of those where it was one thing, then it was another. They're all little things. But then we, I can't remember what we were going to do. And she goes, you know, we probably shouldn't do that because the way this day is going, that's going to end badly. And that's right. Like, and I, I probably was like, yeah, you're right. You probably shouldn't do that. But yeah, come on, we can, we can control things better than that. And by the way, speaking of spiraling, I have one, and it's not a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I have one podcast episode that has never been heard. One. It was an early one. And it has spiraling in the title. But no one has ever heard it. And, uh, you know, most of our podcasts are doing pretty good right now. Uh, better than, I mean, it's it's grown enough where it's more than the people that I've told about it. Um, it's not like millions of people or thousands of people, but it's still pretty cool. Um. It does make me a little bit more conscious as I do these things, uh, and I I try to make sure that I keep it real and for me. Um, but there is one podcast episode out there. It's a little. It's like how's nobody is the is the headline suck and everybody's like well, I don't want to hear about that. I don't, or or it just I don't know. And titles have a lot to do with this stuff. They really do. I mean, I throw up like a dirty joke if I say that in the title. Lots of listens. If I uh, use a famous person's name in the title, lots of listens. Carol Sumbury gets lots of listens. Um, in fact, she's getting a reprise on a program we did a couple weeks ago. There was no there, there. There was a normal amount of listeners, and then just the other day, she started getting more and more and more on that one. And I credit that all to her because I mean. <laughs> I, I, there is zero reason to listen to me. <laughs> just listen to somebody like this is just like this watching. Some, this is just like watching someone else play a video game. <laughs> this is just so dumb uh, to listen to. But it, I, I don't care, and I love doing this. I love it, and I will continue to do it as long as I have twenty five bucks a month to pay for it. I think next week, if I can't, I'm going to go outside and do. At least an episode. And then from there, I'll determine whether it was worth the trouble. Because I got to move some equipment out there. and I don't have everything I need. That's why it's going to be next week. I need one cord. And when I get that cord, I'm going to try to do that. And that's, I don't know. That's, that's, I, because it, it's interesting to me and it's fun. And what if, I know I can uh, take, all my equipment, I have a case to take all my equipment, but I'm wired into my desk pretty hard. So I need a few extra cables so that I can just grab those and go. 
Um, at any rate, that's a weird sidetrack right there. That, my friends, is what's eating kale today. Coming up next week, Carol Summary, Ben Holtz, Tom Parker. Uh, we'll have conversations that we've already had uh, starting next week because I'm running way behind and all that stuff. I'll see if I can trick some other people into coming on the on the program as well. Until then, make it a good one.